Well, welcome to today's episode. This is part of a podcast series that's being listened to in quite a few places now. It's called Leadership Team Communications. It's something that's very needed and it's something that anyone can do if they're willing to. The series is about um, you as a leader coming alongside you as a leader. You may have a large corporation, you may have a small business. It doesn't really matter. It's about you and how you influence the people around you. Um, on the previous episode, we talked about a conversation structure. Now, a conversation structure just means how do we talk to someone? What if someone's having a problem? We're not counsellors. How can we do this? Well, um, there is a simple process called Eat Dirt, and it can lift up your productivity. Um, it can lift up your efficiencies. It can engage your people. But at the same time, it changes the leaders. It changes everyone in the business because the focus becomes the other person. What that can do to your business is substantial. Even a productivity lift of, let's say, up to or past 25%. What will that mean? Your people are more efficient, less employees required, less turnover of employees. But enjoyment in the business, uh, does that create money? Absolutely it does. Better ideas, more creative solutions, so much. Um, stress comes off a of business when the people are wanting to be part of that and they feel like the business is theirs as well. So today I'm talking about influencing others. And this is, this is highly important. If you look at the big businesses or history um, over the years, uh, influence is really what it's all about. As a leader, we can't not influence people. A mother at home is an influencer of the children. You know, you as a business leader influence everyone around you, uh, everyone in the office, everyone in the floor, everyone outside on, 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 on works, whatever you're, you're doing, wherever you're walking, <laughs> whoever you're talking to and whoever, whoever is seeing your face and hearing your voice, you are influencing. So if you don't learn the ways, if leaders don't learn these ways, uh, the business keeps going the same way. And we all know that's true. It goes around and around. And you, you know what Albert Einstein says about this, that and, you know, if you're wanting, wanting something different but, but you're, not, you're not willing to change, then it's, it's just madness. It's going to say the same. And it doesn't take that much to start making the change. It can take one month for this change to start occurring in your business. Uh, looking and researching at highly successful businesses and leaders, it's obvious. It's just totally obvious. They showed people the way. They didn't command them. They showed them the way. Uh, look at Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, massive following. You know, whether you have a belief in him or not, he's got a massive following. And it's 2,000 years since his influence started. And it's true. You look at Apple or others. Uh, do research and convince yourself what influencing others um, can mean and, and, and influencing them into their own motivation, a motivated team with, with higher morale and, and engagement. Can it really help your business and help you? I mean, so many business owners that I've met are not enjoying life at all. They're pushing and they're striving. It does not help. I want to give you a few very simple stories. Uh, and they're not even business stories, really. They're just stories about influence, day-to-day -day influence. 
I think it'll resonate with you. We can go on and on and on about business, but business is people. I remember a story about a lady and she had a son with her and they're going through the shopping centre and she got to the uh, to checkout and at the checkout this, this really nice lady handed her son a lollipop and it was free, <laughs> but he didn't say anything. <laughs> so she looked at her son and said, well, what do you say? And he said, oh, put it on the credit card? <laughs> imagine, imagine the influence that you're having. Uh, sometimes we don't know how much of an influence that we're having on others. Uh, another time I heard about Tom Sawyer. Now, Tom Sawyer was told to go out and paint the fence white. And it was quite a large fence, apparently. And his father gave him some buckets of white paint and some paintbrushes. And Tom went out there really angry, uh, frustrated, because you know, he didn't want to do that. It was a good day. His, all his mates were playing outside. They were making, making jokes at him, giving him a bit of a stick, you know. And um, anyway, he had a BFO, a blinding flash of obviousness. He can either do what he needs to do, uh, angry and frustrated, or he could change and uh, just act joyfully, perhaps. Uh, might as well act joyful and start having a bit of a good time while he's painting the fence rather than feeling angry. So what did he do? He, he, he decided that he'd, he'd paint that fence the best he could paint it. He'd do an excellent job and he'd enjoy it while he was, he was singing, he's whistling, he's, he's making the strokes straight, he's covering every, every part of that brown fence and turning it white saying, yeah, that's really good, that looks great, that's fantastic. Really, really encouraging himself. And uh, one of the boys came over and said, hey, Tom, can I, can I paint that fence? Can I paint some of the fence, please, please? And he said, no way. No way, this is my job. This is my job. Anyway, so Tom goes back and he's painting away, singing and just enjoying himself as he uh, paints the fence. And this, this kid came back again. This time he came back with one of his toys and he just said to Tom, look, I'll give him a toy if I can paint some of that fence. <laughs> so Tom turns around, looks at him and said, okay, Here's a paintbrush and some, some paint. You can go and start on that section of the fence. And the, <laughs> the boy gave him his toy and you know, rushed off down to the fence. And he's, he's having fun painting the fence as well. Well, soon enough, uh, all his other mates came over with toys to pay Tom so they could join in as well and paint that fence. And there's Tom sitting on the, um, his trolley with all the, all the toys, just looking, looking at all these guys painting his fence. <laughs> and why? Well, his joy influenced them. He's, he's, he's influenced them to the point where they wanted what he wanted. So as a leader, if people aren't wanting what you want, what's that going to mean? If you've got a problem circumstance, and we all do, we all are being faced with trials and problems, and that won't stop through our life. But if you've got a way of, of smiling and feeling better while the problem's going on, what will that mean to influencing others? And if you show others and share this with others and help them to feel in more of a joyful place when problems are going on, what's it going to mean to them? What if you have a, a boardroom problem, a, a marketing problem, a sales problem, an employee problem, 
Um, it could be any problem. It could be a problem at home. You don't want to talk about it with a with a, with a person. Well, you know, you're not a counsellor, but if you have a way of just helping them with the problem so they feel better and they feel listened to, how would that be for your business? <laughs> it's absolutely wonderful. I've seen it changing lives at home and in businesses. It's 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 a flow on effect. It it can't be helped. Once we understand how to think and how to process a problem and be okay while that problem's happening, it changes us. It changes how we feel. And that's a good thing. You know, reach out if you want to find out about Eat Dirt. That's what it's called. Eat Dirt. <laughs> and I hope uh, this message influences you.